0: It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. It's a crazy day in Northern California. The winds are blowing, the rain is falling and the San Jose Sharks have a hockey game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And Drew, we've got uh, the Sharks mired in a losing streak that is 6 games long at home and the Columbus Blue Jackets are also 0-3 and 1 in their last 4 as both teams are at the bottom of their respective conferences. And so the question is, what do you get out of a game like this, and where do you go?
1: Well, that's a great question. What you get out of a game like this is you have to play for what we talked about, I think, a, a while back, because you're auditioning for your job every time you're on the ice in the National Hockey League. What I liked about the San Jose Sharks, there's been no quit in their game, they work extremely hard. Their game against Minnesota was really good. In fact, David Quinn liked it. We talked to him this morning, and he liked the fact of how they played against Minnesota. They were on their toes. They were anticipating. They were they were physical. They they were they played well. But again, it's the difference between winning hockey and losing hockey is that Minnesota scored in their chances, and the Sharks didn't. When you look at what you're looking for in the game tonight, is more of the same from last game: skating through, guys playing. Smart away from the puck, playing as a five-man unit away from the puck, pressuring as much as you can, and then, as usual, play below the hash marks if you're the Sharks against the Columbus Blue Jackets. The other thing is, don't look at the Columbus Blue Jackets in the standings because they do have a talented team. Injuries have picked the crap out of them this year, but they have got some skill up front, which we saw when we were in Columbus. So don't think that that just because they're a bottom team, like the Sharks are bottom team, that it's going to be a walk in the park because it's not going to be.
0: No, absolutely. You know, the Blue Jackets have to look at it the same way. Interestingly enough, you look at Columbus's last seven road games, they've got points in six of them. Not so much for the Sharks as uh, over the course of their last six home games, they've been outscored 31 goals to 14. But yet, yeah. even, even in the middle of that, like you said, the Minnesota game, there were some good things to take out of it. And I'm not just talking about Tomas Hurdle getting his 200th career goal or uh, Eric Carlson getting by Brent Burns in the all time points number for a season for Sharks defenseman. I'm just talking about, you know, some really good things away from the puck. They're, they're working hard. They're trying to do, do good things. Captain Logan Couture is going at it. Um, so that's all the good stuff. The bad stuff is they have to finish it off. And like you say, I, I don't understand what, uh, what needs to be done necessarily, but uh, perhaps as somebody who's been through everything you've been through behind a bench and inside a, a, a locker room for a team, you can give us a clue about it.
1: You just, you, you just want the guys to continue to play and play hard. You want them to continue to do the things that you've been working on all year. I thought that morning skate today. I thought it was, and it was interesting that the optional was very well attended. I want to see the guys keep going, keep playing. There's that room is amazing to me. It you know we went through that second year seventy one loss season, and as great as those guys were, and the character people that we had, the room. Uh, you get to a point where you just feel it i mean it's heavy coming in the room it's the world the nhl world weighs on you because you have had your you know what's handed to you game after game after game and there wasn't a lot of optimism for good reason there wasn't a lot of good vibes in there but again we had great guys from Dean and Kelly Kissio, Doug Wilson, Rob Zettler, Mike Sullivan, we had great, great guys on that team. People of character and have gone on to great things in the National Hockey League. But it, it got heavy at times. It was tough to go to work at times. For the players and the coaches, this team has been on the score sheet, on the wins and losses, dis- have been disappointing. They've been disappointed, yet they are upbeat. They are positive. They got a ton of energy. They're still um, optimistic about the future of the Sharks. I was blown away today talking to Mario Ferrari, Evgeny Svechnikov, um, Steven Lawrence, Noah Greger. Those guys still are pushing. Even the veteran guys were in there still having a good time chirping. You know, so that is for me what I look at. And I think this is a, still a special group of guys, and I have no reason to think that they're not going to be driving forward from here till the end of the year.
0: Drew, the, uh, reacting to what you're saying, I think that Logan Couture has done a really good job in leading this team and, and dealing with a really tough personal situation. And here's what I mean by that. He's at his best in the playoffs, and this is going to be four years in his prime of his career that he's going to be out of the playoffs, which is when he is at his absolute best. That's really frustrating, and David Quinn talked to me about that on Coach's Chalkboard last game, and he says he just appreciates the fact that there's no BS to this guy's game, that, that he's always there, that he's he's got a good attitude, and he's not the most vocal guy in the world. And sometimes he has some body language issues, I suppose. But uh, for the most part, the coach is really recognizing what what uh, what Logan brings to the table. And he says it's only natural that you might feel a little frustrated at times.
1: Mario Ferraro talked about Logan today and talked about the captaincy and how uh, happy he was to have a, a captain like Logan. One thing you can always trust with Logan, he's going to compete. Even when he's, he is frustrated, even when his uh, his game offensively isn't where he wants it to be because everybody wants to score and the team not his team not winning, Logan's going to compete. And that's all you can ask for from a guy at this point at this point in the season, go out and give me what you got. And Logan does that. Logan even when he's not scoring, he does have and does bring other aspects to the game as far as good penalty killing smart, putting the puck in the right place at the right time, responsible in his own zone, all those on ice things that you look for, the details coaches talk about, Logan possesses those, but he also, he has the high hockey IQ. And you're right. It is frustrating for him because he is a playoff guy. We've seen it over and over and over again. And is this isn't well, it's not easy for any hockey player. These guys, these guys are alpha dogs, man. They are out every game to dominate, to overtake, to win, to be the best. And when they're not winning, it's hard. It's hard to be in that situation. But the guys have maintained.
0: Also, Eric Carlson, there's speaking about the ultimate alpha dog. I mean, he's a guy that that wants to be at the top all the time. Here's a little note about him for today. He's got 48 points at SAP Center at San Jose, 13 goals, 35 assists heading into tonight. And that, of course, leads the Sharks in scoring in any way. But believe it or not, no San Jose Sharks defenseman has ever scored 50 points in a season at home. It's kind of an obscure stat, but nobody's ever done it. Uh, Brent Burns had 39 in the 2015-16 season. And the only other guy who had more at home was Sandus Mm -hmm. Ozilinch. 1993-94, he had 41 points at home at the Shark Tank. And, of course, Eric has broken that record. Uh, His best ever at home before was Ottawa. And he had 47 points in Ottawa back in the 15-16 season. But he's two points away from getting to 50. And if you look at the entire list of NHL defensemen that have 50 points in a season at home, you know, there's a bunch of guys that have done it. Bobby Orr did it six times. Paul Coffey did it six times. But in recent years, since the Sharks have existed, there are only three other players make that four that have ever had 50 points at home. Brian Leach is one of them. Phil Housley's done it twice since the Sharks have been around and Paul coffee and Ray Bork. That's it. Eric Carlson's yeah. in that group since the Sharks have been alive, which I think is uh, again, just yet another indication of what kind of a season this guy's having.
1: Well, first off, people forget how good Sandus old was. Sandman was a player, man, as, as high risk as he was, the kid could play the game big time. Um, Yeah, and when you start mentioning Eric Carlson and what he's doing as far as his numbers go and there was different ways to break down his season this year, offensively, absolutely brilliant. And when you are mentioned in the same name and the same vein as Bobby Orr, Brian Leach, um, Brent Burns, uh, Paul Coffey, on and on you go, you're in some pretty heady company. And he has been that type of player this year. He has been all world this year.
0: So tonight, the Sharks got the Columbus Blue Jackets. Drew, we're on the air at 7 o'clock on the Sharks Audio Network. That is it for the Morning Skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.